Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book, I do the review. Stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today, like always, is Juliana. Say hi, Juliana. Hello, everyone. And today we are going to do another uh, quick podcast, an SFBIP short, where we talk about a novella. Yes, another uh, one. Yeah, we mentioned this on the last real episode that we did where I was talking about, what is it, the, the Morridor Duran book. Uh, it was a, it was a, a two weeks ago or something. Okay. And I said, uh, I won't, you know, I won't be reviewing this book and, you know, this, this novella. And there's a few other novellas that I've read recently. Yesterday I finished Binti, which is a, another novella that you read a few years ago, didn't yes, you? Yes, I, yeah. Um, the uh, the Geek Nights podcast, which is uh, has a book club, they just did uh, Yoon Ha Lee's Nine Fox Gabbit. Ooh, uh, nice. That was their first book after taking, I think I mentioned it on the podcast, they took two years to read The Tale of Genji, which is some kind of like 70 hour long audiobook or 2000 page epic. Um, and it takes you so, two, yeah. out, two it, years. It took them two years to read a book. And then, they, then they're getting through these other science fiction books pretty quick. And they, I haven't listened to the podcast about it, and they, but they announced their next book was Binti. And they mentioned that on the podcast, which they recorded yesterday. Yesterday morning, I finished the novella Binti. But Don't, this is not what we're going to talk no, about No, it's today. not what I've got. In fact, like I say, I, I finished How to Lose the Time War. In fact, yeah. let me actually uh-huh. put the correct name of it and the authors by um, Amal L. Motar and Max Gladstone. So two people got together to read this novella. To write. Uh, to write this novella. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to, to write this novella. It's about a four hour audio book if you want to talk about like how, how yeah. long it is in total. Not um, a chunky book. Um, it says here 209 pages. So quite a, a short short story or a short novel, novel. Well, it's a novella. That's why we're doing it as a short. Yeah. Um, you attempted to read this a you while did. ago. Tell me what you what you thought about. It. I, or why, what you said to me at the time when you when you started reading it. I didn't understand the language. I didn't understand right. what was going on. It was an intriguing concept at the beginning. Yeah. But it slowly got like, okay, it's just now going to be reading things that pe- two people write to each other. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't get into it at all. Yeah. The, it, the language was trying to be probably poetic or yeah. something. But I I couldn't I didn't understand why I'm supposed to read this. Okay, and I the stopped. reason so why you're supposed eight, to read it eight percent or something. The reason why you're supposed to read this, and this is why I thought, oh, it's actually worth doing um, doing a podcast about, is because it it stayed with me, and I was like, why is why was this book so highly rated or so mm. highly regarded? And so I went over to read some other people's reviews about it, and I noticed on Goodreads page this one: the Hugo Award for Best Novella, the Nebula Award for Best Novella, the Locus Award for Best Novella, the British Science Fiction Association Award for Best Shorter Fiction, the Pre Aurora Award for Best short fiction the fantasy and speculative fiction award which is the ray bradbury prize the ignite award for best novella and the reddit r slash fantasy stabby award for best novella in uh, in 2019 so this is a very awards winning book i don't understand i understand no i think i I do understand i understand why this book is an award-winning book okay however but it's just not for the normal person to read no, it is. It is for a normal person to read. It, but here's the thing. I only got halfway through this book. Yeah. And you got, what, 10, 8 to 10% yeah. of the way into this yeah. book. Uh, and I just want to say, if I describe this book to people now, they're going to be like, this book sounds amazing. Because what it is, it's an epistolary no- novel or novella. Mm. And epistolary means it's made up of letters written between two people. Yes. But it's not entirely that, no. but it's also that. Every chapter begins with... A, a war scene or the end of a war scene or during a war yeah like some kind of battle somewhere and um 
And then someone finds a letter um, or comes across some text or comes across some encoded text in some way, you know, in all of the ways that they write to each other, these two characters on two sides of this war, mm. the time war, mm. um, they're writing to each other, but they have to hide the writing where the not just where the, where the other person will find it, yes. but their commanders won't find it because they shouldn't be talking to each other. Yes. So that's the that was the intriguing thing yeah. I really liked at the beginning. You know, it was one of those um, this will destruct. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Burn uh, before or, reading. Yeah, 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 this kind of or read yeah, before burning. In some or, ways, <laughs> sort of like oh, they somebody a hundred years ago planted a forest, yeah. and and then when you you know map out the forest or whatever yeah. the the trees actually write something else so you're like well how long did it take the tree oh well, it's a time war so they could go back in time and do this kind of yeah, thing you know like there's one forest where the you have like uh, the a circle or a smiley face of yeah. uh, uh, large trees or whatever yeah, or, and then they they have a different color in autumn and yeah. then you only see it from it's above actually in it's the, the nazi swastika is the most famous one uh, yes, up in uh, up in uh, north of Brand- north of berlin in yes. Brandenburg. there's a yeah. there's somebody planted a, a swastika some trees in the form of a swastika and it just wasn't known about until someone took a photo in the 1980s they're like oh this was planted in the 1930s or whatever (laughs) either way so just imagine the 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 trees turning whatever and it's spelling so anyway this is really interesting also there's a time war going on where two people are like the the top agents the top time war agents and they go into different parts of like different timelines there's like timeline 34 and timeline 27 and timeline 8 and all these different threads and they're trying to influence bits of history throughout all these timelines yes and also they start writing letters to each other and there's a romance and they you know all of this stuff seems to me really exciting like it's th- yes, and this is kind like of what the, i knew about it yeah the like the the idea of that is yeah. exciting also um, the two sides in the time time war one side is like techno you know robots fighting on one side and the other ones are like fantasy so it's like on one side there's a computer simulation which has been implanted into an ai Mm. or no like an ai simulation implanted into a human body and the other one is some kind of like magical fairy kind of stuff i don't know and these are the two sides and everything about this sounds fantastic except after the first like 20 minutes of the audiobook I worked out what the game was and the game was like this structure of okay there's a scene and then they're gonna find a letter from the other person yeah. and then the other person's gonna you were gonna hear the other person reading out that you know reading the letter to them is it two people uh, narrating it I'm gonna get to that in a second oh, okay um I worked that out and then it very quickly fell into this loop of oh I'm we're not actually concentrating on the war mm. we're not concentrating on what's going on I'm just waiting around until someone finds some text like oh this was in the guts of this animal that they'd killed and this one was in the you know some kind of encoded into this DNA of this other thing that they you know all of the but mm-hmm. it wasn't interesting anymore because yeah. you knew that there's going to be a very short chapter and at the end of this very short chapter somebody's going to get a letter and mm. then they're going to read a letter and so the game wasn't even an interesting game yeah it's like it's like you know one of those escape rooms you go into the room and you know there's a combination on the door and you're like oh all i need to do is find a series of four numbers and you just look around and you're like oh here's a series of number four numbers and then you go into the next room and you go oh what we're looking for we're looking for for something we're looking for a series of four numbers and Mm. so so that's it and so i made some notes about this i was like you know i get the joke and i was like is this ever going to move on because it just felt like that like the first two hours of it and then and then the two 
characters who are on either sides of a war like are falling in love with each other and i was like what are they falling in love with the letters that they're writing to each other yeah. you know it's a bit sort of like oh you know secret agent on different sides you know james bond always yeah. sleeps with the 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 the, the double agent the who's from the other yeah. one and then there's a double agent over here yeah. and then and you're like oh but it were they sent over specifically to seduce james bond yeah. and, and, and they the were end, but then but they james actually bond fell for him that, that yeah. he was used yeah. for that so reason. all of that stuff just isn't in the writing and what is in the writing is two people writing letters to each other in and here's the here's my main complaint about this book exactly the same voice like the writing voice yeah. like all yeah. the way through you have one character called red one character called blue yeah and i'm just sort of like first of all i'm like red versus blue this is like an um an xbox um tv show like made using the halo computer game okay um, by a, a production company called Rooster Teeth um, based in Austin in Texas okay. and they in 2002 or 2003 made an Xbox like they used the Xbox to make the animations like mm. they filmed like they recorded the someone playing the game and then did voiceovers and set a production company in yeah. multiplayer Halo and mm. it's about red versus and it's literally called red versus blue okay. and it's about a war where neither side really knows what they're fighting about and they're like hey why are we enemies and stuff like <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly what is now in what, this book the, how we lose the time come out this book came out in 2019 or oh, won the prizes okay. for 2019 <laughs> yeah. 2020 and yeah. i'm like red versus are we really doing red versus blue but yeah. then all the way through the book there's like these cultural references at the level of like the simpsons or whatever like oh you know mention this and then they'll talk about like and now we're in historical claim and i was like oh so like this famous this is nero or oh, actually i can't remember what it was but you know you you're, you're meant to pick up that oh this is actually like a historical thing in ours but it just like it just felt so flat that the yeah. one person is a fairy, another person is a robot. They're falling in love with each other, and literally from chapter to chapter, I couldn't tell who had written which yes. bit. Yeah, that is something I noticed even at the beginning. Yeah, when my eight percent reading experience, yeah. I did the. It was literally like the same person writing to themselves. Amazingly, this this novella has two different authors. Yes, and I was like. Why didn't they get one author to write one side and another author to write the other? Uh, then they had two different audiobook narrators. Okay. I couldn't tell the voices apart. They, oh, got, no. they literally got two different audiobook narrators who had exactly the same voice. Like they didn't, like it wasn't like one person had this accent, one person had this other accent. Okay. Nothing at all. So my main criticism is that they sounded exactly the same. My other criticism is that these two are like the two of the most interesting characters in the entire time war, in the entire multiverse. These are the hotshot characters who are going in and they like spend 30 years developing like relationships with like rising to the top of the ranks of this army and doing these things and then at the end of like 30 years they write one letter to each other and it's sort of like oh it'd be really great to get together at some point oh i'm feeling some things oh you're you're stirring my heart and i was like is this the first letter that they've read from each other in 30 years like and we didn't concentrate on that 30 years i'm like mm. all this interesting stuff is happening with the time war yeah and then they're like, oh, this is how you lose the time war. Oh, so it's two people who are falling in love with each other. I'm like, but they're just going to, one of them's not going to be genuine. They're just going to double cross the other one or mm. whatever. This yeah. is all like or the psyops kind of thing. Yeah. And it wasn't that. And I actually went and looked at some of the people's reviews to work mm. out actually what happened. And, mm. I was, and some people are like, here's what, so I'm glad that I did this because I didn't want to get to the end of the book. And it's amazing. This is a four hour audiobook, and I got halfway through and I was like, these two people are so much the same. Mm. They're writing boring overly florid poetic writing to each other there was this one point where somebody said um 
Oh, I didn't make a note of it, but it, there was a line, and this is pretty much where I stopped listening, where they were like, oh, you mentioned maybe way upstream in the time we could live in a small village together in this valley that you were in that one time. Mm. And they said, um, the entire valley could fill my heart and it would still be longing. I can't even remember what the line was, but it was so overly blown Dripping. it was yeah. like it was like someone was punching me in the face over and over to gay you know listen this is the key sentence in this story it is so amazing for someone to say that their heart is over exploding with the size of a valley that's making them want to love the other person oh, they're on different sides of the romeo and juliet of this thing they're on the other side and they're, they're falling in love with letters and they are so over overblown with each and that was what it felt like and it was the most boring thing I've ever read and I was like Hold what do people see in the like what is it about these what does the one person on one side read with the letter that the other person is writing to say oh yeah this is the best one and then they even admit they say in the future even if we're living together and we're fucking oh I was I'm still gonna write you letters and I was like yes because you're falling in love with your tedious letter writing ability is aspiring to have someone else to look in the mirror and just like masturbate to while they're writing a letter you back to you and i was like oh it's it's just it was unbearable to the point where i was like two hours into this and i was like these could be the most interesting people in the entire multiverse and i am bored i can't tell them apart all of the world building that they're like the world building is there and then they're like here is how we grow up in the robot world and they just write a letter to each other i'm like you're you're at war with each other you're experts in the enemy like how do you only now know this when somebody is writing a letter to you from the other side <laughs> like i don't understand it anyway, i don't know i'm glad uh, i didn't get your to the end. impression here was quite uh, in, in, in interesting why? <laughs> well, I would have just said that this sounds like they really needed to bring across that this is romance. This is romance and people l love the writing. Yeah, no, of no, no, it. No. I don't know. And that's but, why and that's why it won all these awards because it's yeah, people. It's, it's about the writing. It's, it, about, it's about the writing yeah. and the writing. It's the, the kind ground of on, the it Hollywood, ground me down. This is the, the book club writer guilds yeah. kind of hollywood uh gives oscars to hollywood movies about hollywood it's awards um, bait writing let me put yes, it that way uh, what i what i thought at the beginning when i was reading the book only eight percent into it i literally thought that the outcome would be and it turns out the it was all just one person and because of time, whatever. Yeah, that's it's what the, I said to you as well, It's only one person it? in the end. It turns out they only wrote to itself. Like, you know, yeah. like um, narcissists, narcissists. Yeah, it, it, narciss and the writing was so similar. The two characters were so similar <laughs> and the audiobook narrator sounded so similar. And at one point they say, oh, sometimes we don't know if we've met somebody before. This is actually a line mm. that's in the book. Mm. They have to say, oh, actually, you know me from this other time. And I was like, oh, so if there's some kind of like memory wiping or some mm. kind of like memory resetting this going on, yeah. On here maybe one of the characters maybe they are the same character yeah. and it is about somebody falling in love with themselves there's a there's a story um called all you zombies um by oh now i can't think of it someone like heinlein mm. and uh, and it's about somebody who again giving away a story from like 1950s or whatever it's a short story and it's about somebody who goes back in time and 
fucks his own mother or whatever. But it turns out that he's also had a sex change at one point and goes back in time and is fucked by himself. And so it's somebody, it's somebody who is like like this. Uh, <laughs> oh God. This, it, oh no, it's somebody God. who's caught in a time loop and realizes, oh, actually, I'm not just me. Like my mother was me and my father oh, was me as well at the same cre- time. Like, what? No, no, it's Some, a comedy. It's like, like a, it's 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 the grandfather paradox taken to the extreme. Yes, that like feels not, very much if like you go a- back and murder your grandfather, do you are you still there? So I thought this was going to be it, and that's why I wanted to look up actually what it was. Yeah. But it turns out no, that isn't the case. Okay. It's just bad writing that two people, one a robot and a fairy, can be talking to each other, and at that time you don't know who's you, yeah. you don't know who's written this letter. Yes, you know. Yeah, I um, think it's quite an interesting thing at at work. I one of my colleagues currently obviously has a an extended flirting session with a, another colleague and <laughs> i have no idea where that's well, going you're, but you're everybody this from the outside uh, yeah, but everybody gossip. sees it and the my other colleague um then said like oh this is so annoying because the humor that they have together when they're flirting isn't funny isn't funny from the outside <laughs> and and this is basically how this felt like yeah. you know it's uh, two people having something and uh, yeah you as the out standing per- like as the reader who yeah. isn't involved i don't get yeah. into this Look, it's not that i'm against lesbian romance stories in science fiction like i'm all up for that or whatever it is it's like but if there's if there's going to be romance like i have to at least care about one of them yeah and uh, i have do, to the, these two authors are those two men Al Amal El Motar and Max Gladstone. I am now opening their pages on Goodreads. No, Amal El Motar is, is a, a woman, woman, and I'm guessing Max Gladstone is, is a, a is a man. Yeah. So okay. that's uh, but that's the thing. Like, if this had been, if this had been like two two writers, and like again, one of them had written one side and one of them had written the yeah. other. I don't know if that is, but maybe they were both. Again, maybe these two people were just wanting to show off to each other. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, to me, oh, no, this is so- what happened. Popular answered questions. How did you and Max divvy up the writing for this? Is how you lose the time war. My, uh, you know, he says, in brief, um, Max out- wrote all of red and I wrote all of blue. At medium length, we describe the process in depth here. So there's a link. So, yeah, that is actually what happened. How di- How is it that two people can write a story to each other? Like one person can take one <laughs> character, one person the other. And I, and I don't, I couldn't tell the difference. Maybe it was heavy editing and the editor know. put yeah. too much of themselves into it. The thing is, I don't care enough to go into this. This is meant to be short. This is meant yeah, to be a 10-minute episode. I know. We've done 18 minutes. All right, let's wrap it up there. Thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.